0: Hello, this is Shai Artsy. I'm the head of engineering at Compass, and you're listening to The Real Talk Podcast.
1: And welcome to another episode of The Real Talk Podcast. Today, I'm pleased to have Shai. Shai is the senior VP and the head of engineering at Compass. He comes on the show to discuss all things Compass AI, the past, the present, and the potential for the future. The technology is still new. And obviously, with a lot of questions, I'm sure that our listeners will have, and as many listeners that were there at your seminar in San Diego had, endless, endless uh, hands that were up. We're going to go over some of these topics that were discussed and should be discussed. But before we get in there, I'd like to discuss Shay's background. Obviously, nothing short of impressive. He's obtained both of his BA and master's in computer science at the Israel Institute of Technology, then later obtained his PhD at MIT in computer science before joining Compass. She was the principal software development manager at Amazon Web Services, and then prior to that, he was an engineering manager at Amazon. And even before that, he built his career, or early on in his career, at working for cloud infrastructure at IBM. In this era of technological change, I believe it's important that we have Shy on our podcast. I recognize that both consumers and agents must be able to digest these massive changes and not let the public or news outlets run with their own version of the story or rush the immediate judgment on what ai's immediate role will be in our world of real estate please follow shy's linkedin profile which i'll plug in the show notes and so with that shy welcome i appreciate your time we're going to let the listeners get to know you a little bit so we're going to immediately jump into my favorite section the section is called one word answers please describe the first word that comes into your thought immediately when i say the following first word open ai uh groundbreaking Compass AI. Game changer. GBT4. Useful. Real estate reality television. Not familiar. Very good. It's actually the first guest. Said, said, not familiar. AI regulation. Uh, needed. Mortgage interest rates. Declining. Google Bard. It's a competitor. Better. Engineer recruiting. Efficient. Cryptocurrency. Potential. Sam Altman. Visionary. Rob Rufkin. Uh, a leader. NAR lawsuit of 2023. Opportunity. I have two bonus rounds. The real deal. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. I'm not sure. OK, and it's, uh, last bonus. Ori alone. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. OK. I'd like to go over one or two of these. Uh, the NAR lawsuit of 2023, it's still very vague. There's not just the NAR lawsuit, but there's several lawsuits that are going on right now. And it seems like it's been colluded by a few attorneys that may have seen an opportunity. You also said it's an opportunity. So could you describe your thoughts on that? I
0: I think it's unclear what will happen, but whatever happens is going to take years. Um, And uh, I I do think that uh, real estate agencies, and specifically smaller ones, are uh, are, are, are being bombarded with changes with interest rate, and this is another kind of thing that uh, is impacting them. Uh, and I think they are more likely to want to join Compass and have Compass protecting them and, and making sure that you know they are uh, uh, continuing their business. So I think this is an opportunity for Compass to achieve uh, additional uh, market share. I never thought about it like that. The smaller agencies, let's
1: just say maybe not in New York City. We're talking other markets in America, domestic U.S. We're talking maybe in, in smaller cities around Arizona or smaller cities around California may not have the capacity to fight. These losses engage, engage, or even have interest in engaging in these battles. Why engage in these battles? Maybe yeah, join Compass. They have the legal representation to help them,
0: and also they empower their agents with what we offer them as tools, which we will yeah. discuss. I, I want to end one more thing. I, yeah. I do believe that we are providing value to the buyers, and we are going to show this more with tools like client dashboard. Mm-hmm. And so again, this would be an opportunity to Compass agents to differentiate themselves. To the customer, uh, showing that it is better to work with a buyer, a compass agent as a as a buyer's agent, and you know, worth the 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 money you are going to pay them as commission. Mm-hmm. Okay, great.
1: You said the OpenAI is a, a fantastic company. It's a, it's the future. Um, what what are your thoughts on uh, OpenAI right now? In the I know they were on the news lately. Uh, there was some issues
0: with board members. You know, I mean, it was crazy uh, what happened there within the span of a few days. But Friday night, Saturday night or Friday afternoon. Some back, the board's out. It was, I've, I've never seen anything like that. Oh, you said innovative. You said, oh, we I, I did say innovative. innovative. Yeah. Open AI is innovative. Um, yeah. Look, what what happened there was 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 crazy. I believe there's a story that we still don't know. I'm like everybody else, I think, extremely interesting in knowing what happened there. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the rumors are, hey, you know, we developed some technology that is, can be risky to humans in, in some way. And, and that's what created all of this. So I, I want to know what happened there. They are very, very innovative, but we need to be careful. And you know, you asked about regulation as well. And, and I think that's, you know, that's where regulations should be coming into play and mm-hmm. making sure that we are developing and using AI in a safe way.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think it's an interesting move where OpenAI or any, even Compass, I mean, we're only good as the people that work at the company. So when OpenAI saw an exodus of potential engineers all leaving to go work with Sam, uh, do you think that's the? It shows the engineers that it's almost like a union. Like if there is, uh, if a board member, even a compass board member, uh, decides to pull any. Uh, anything so drastic that it could potentially change. It's probably a learning curve for both engineers that work at these tech companies and also board members and how they uh, want to operate.
0: Yeah, I, well, I, I, again, this, this was uh, unprecedented because it's not, you know, a few people, it wasn't more than 90% of the company mm-hmm. uh, who said they would not, you would stop working there. Right. Um, and so basically that means that the death of the company. Sure. Um, do believe that, uh, you know, employees have a way to be back full uh, I don't believe that we will see a repeat of that in any company. Uh, you know the, the that kind of uh, extreme loyalty, uh, but it's definitely a, a you know a learning opportunities for boards and 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 CEOs around sure. the power of the employees. Right, the power of the union of employees. The other thing is like those specific skill sets are so well sought off, right? That. You know they know they can get jobs. They know they're they're not afraid no, of true. of the, even if this it's a top job market. Right, you might not see it in other you know job markets.
1: Sure. No, that that's totally understandable. You touched on regulation a little bit, and you said how important it is. Are we at kind of at the forefront of? There's no father figure for AI that can actually regulate, oversee the development of AI. The technology is so new. You know what are. Some of the dangers you you see relating to our industry with AI, as opposed to you know a ChatGPT or Bard or
0: yeah, it's it's a good question. I I think the regulations are currently more aimed where AI an AI is supposed to make decisions that are high stakes, right? Life or death life or death decisions. Um, our you know area is not that. Uh, the the what we've done so far and what we are probably planning to do is. Uh, an agents is going to look at whatever we produce with an AI yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, use and decide how to use this, this information. I don't think we have that high stakes. Sure. Uh, we are working with our legal department to make sure that everything we do generate follows all of the, you know, current regulations and, and, and is, you know, at, at par with what we believe is the, uh, should be uh, responses that are uh, protecting Verbiage for real estate is
1: tricky because you have housing discrimination laws. For example, you can't write the word you can't write the word in the listing description "steps to Grand Central Terminal" because that is discriminatory to those that are in wheelchairs or unable to walk or religious institutions. Right? You can't talk about uh, house of worship. There's a lot of interesting things that you have to. You know, yeah, you're right. It's not life or death. Right? It's not. It's not surgery AI. It's not. You know, the police force or the army or navy AI. So it, obviously there needs to be a control, but yeah, you're right, maybe it's not as that. Uh...
0: You know, I every time I talk about AI, I explain to people that this is not the way to, we did, you know, programming in the, in the past where we said, if you see this input, this is the output. It's basically uh, an algorithm that is now, is learning from information we provide and is now supposed to create an answer for some question it, it, it never has have seen. And all of this uh, AI uh, tools have, you know, they're not 100% correct, you know, so you cannot trust whatever an AI is giving you and just use it. You as an agent or, you know, anybody else who's been using AI has to look at the output and decide whether or not this is this is good. Now, we will be trying to uh, include, for you know, for housing rules, for example, in our kind of next version. So we'll, we'll make sure that we try to get as good to to the, to the best answer as we can. But it's still on on agents to decide whether or not to use and, you know, or you just use AI as a creation of a draft and then, you know, continue from there.
1: Yeah, at this stage, it's definitely a creation of a draft in my my opinion, but we could go into that a little bit more. I want to talk to one, you know, talk about one more, you know, you and Ori, I mean, you guys are both from Israel and you guys are engineers from Israel. Seems like some of the top uh, data scientists and software developers are from Israel. What's your ties with him
0: or do you have a relationship with him? Did you know him back in the day as well? I didn't know him back in the day, but I have, I have a funny story about meeting him for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh, he invited me to his house in Tel Aviv. And, and before Compass? No, it, when I was in Compass, um, but, you know, in my first year, and uh, I didn't research him. And so I uh, I went there and uh, I started talking to him, and he asked me, what, I, what did I do? And I, I said before Compass, I actually, I also worked at Amazon Search. So I developed a lot of the... Uh, all of the widgets that are currently that you can see in Amazon website, uh, you know, bestsellers, top rated, Amazon's Choice, all of those stuff was you know I, my team developed it. And I was I was uh, you know talking to him, and he started asking me questions that were like very deep questions. And I obviously answered and explained. And then I realized that you know he did his PhD and, and developed search algorithm, which which he later kind of sold to Google. So he he actually knew the domain. Uh, fairly well, which which was surprising to me when somebody is asking you a question that shows that you really understand the domain. So that that was uh, that was my first meeting with him. I did. Uh, he's back now in the U.S. Right. and I, I have been meeting with him. We also uh, met in you know again in San Diego in the retreat and 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 uh, uh, had a lot of discussion. So it's 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 good for me. It's good for Compass that we have somebody who has this understanding of uh, technology, the use of technology for real estate. Uh, so it definitely gives me uh, uh, another kind of uh, year to, to brainstorm and, and to work with. And uh, so I'm I'm extremely happy he's, uh, he's going to be more involved.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, yeah, it's, It seems like, you know, Ori leaves, but then you're here. So then it seems like there's also a lot of parallels. And he's also an MIT guy as well. Seems like there's some parallel between you two, professional background. So short form answers. I want to take a couple minutes to let our listeners know that your personal side a little bit before we get into more of the work side. So. Uh, just give us, you know, we just talked about Israel, but you know, where are you from and uh, where do you currently live?
0: I am, so we said from Israel. Uh, I moved here uh, in 2004 to get my PhD at MIT. So I, I lived in, in the dorms in Cambridge, and then I, I moved to Brookline, which is just across uh, the river. And I've been living in Brookline, uh, Massachusetts uh, ever since. Oh, Brookline. Brookline.
1: Uh, yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. yeah. I, thought, just... I thought, I'm sorry, I was like, I, thought I said Brooklyn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yep. Massachusetts, ah, yeah, am uh, um, very close to Boston. Nice neighborhood. It's a great neighborhood. Uh, my wife is a professor at Harvard and MIT, so it's it's kind of nice to be close there, and uh, we really like that. Okay. We like it there. Okay, nice. So, how often are you in New York City? I am here a lot. Uh, I think it's extremely important for me to interact both with my, you know, peers, with with leadership, uh, and with my team here, mm-hmm. uh, which is the biggest. Biggest of my teams is is here in New York, so I'm I'm trying to be in New York every other week.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, Calls you at the right time. Your favorite city or state outside of New
0: York City? And Israel. My favorite city and state. It's <laughs> a good question, uh, and not New York. Not New York. Uh, I you know I'd say go with Miami, Florida. Oh, okay, Right. You like partying there, the beaches there. Uh, you know the the beach, or you know go, going there in the winter when it's really cold and in, in in Boston. And uh so my family is going, tried to go there, you know, a few times in uh, during the winter and just uh, bask in the sun a little Do bit. bit.
1: Do you have a social media platform that you prefer?
0: Not a big fan of uh, social media. Why is that? From I'm really afraid of the impact it has on the ability to kind of control what people are thinking with, uh, all you know, a lot of uh, fake information. Sure. Uh, so I do, you know, I I, I, I use Twitter or X, or whatever the name is right now, and uh, uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, some TikTok, but it's uh, I'm not. You're not a fan, huge fan. Not a huge Not a power user. Yeah.
1: Top two recently
0: favorite restaurants or establishments in New York City. I'm uh, not really strong in New York City restaurants. I, I love...
1: Okay, yeah. Good chain.
0: Japanese. Uh, yeah, it's, it's It's kind of, it's a mix, but it's like Vietnamese, Japanese, uh, uh, Barn Joe, which is... Bar two, yep. Yeah. Like, classic. Okay, they're all around here. Barn
1: Joe is right
0: there. I, when I come <laughs> here, I work really hard, so I, uh, you know, when I go to dinner, it's, it's somewhere close. Uh, do you have an all-time place that you, you like in New York City, or do you, would you say those two are your your main goats? Um, I really like um, I forgot the name of the famous uh, steak restaurant Peter Luger's. Uh, Peter Luger's, yeah, so uh, in yeah Williamsburg Peter. Brooklyn. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was really good. And then there's, there's, there's the other one that uh, was started by one of the employees there, which is in the city, which uh, Quality Meats on West 58th Street. No, no, no. something else? Uh Quality Italian or oh
1: Smith and Walensky's. Mm. Yeah. But one ski's at East 49th Street. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: Okay. So yeah, I, I like I like the mistake.
1: <laughs> uh and uh, New York has a really good one. That's right. Okay, so yeah, Smith that's an all time. Yeah. Any recent life changes or personal updates as of late that you like to share?
0: Well I have two kids who left to go to college. Uh-huh. uh which is you know weird because the house in the US or in Israel? In the US. <laughs> okay, uh, but you know uh, no, with the house is way quiet there. Yeah. Uh, with uh, only one one child. Okay. Uh, so that's you know, that that's a change we've been trying to get accustomed to. Uh, but no other major changes I would say. Well, you you have two kids that are out
1: of college, but you have, you know, a few hundred engineers that you have to look after. So, I do have to look that's after a, uh focusing your attention on on other other endeavors now. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just deep dive into these questions about AI. And I, I think it's it's a difficult subject to catch on because there are varying levels of understanding. Uh, You may have noticed it, especially in San Diego, when uh, you had your seminars there, uh, agents from various demographics that have had different types of uses or experience with it. So I think the, the, the knowledge range really differs. So I'm going to ask the questions that I have based on my shallow knowledge range, which obviously will not be as technical as what you know or what maybe some of the other agents really know. So you know my first my first thought and my first question immediately is in what ways is Compass AI different from ChatGPT? I think that's the most common. And you know what is Compass AI aimed to mainly
0: solve as of today? Yeah, it's a great question because um, even Robert, beginning didn't know. It's like he thought we just integrated ChatGPT into the platform, and it's the same. You get the same answer if you go to Compass AI and you go to ChatGPT. And then he, he was surprised. He said, well, actually, I'm getting much better results from, from, from Compass AI. And I said, yes, it's because we have created a persona that has goals, that has constraints, that we fed with uh, a, a information about how to answer real estate questions. Here are successful uh, answers. Here are uh, unsuccessful answers. Uh, you know, here's how you should be respectful and answer a question when you don't have the information. Um, and so when, when an agent asks for a, give me a marketing plan, we all, the, the you know, uh, Compass AI would already know that this is a real estate related to their brand or their listing marketing plan and not, you know, just a random give me a marketing plan for, you know, any profession. So uh, we, we basically did what's called prompt engineering, which is how you take an AI and you teach it you know to be better at answering your uh, your questions in addition to that uh we have created uh prompts in the into the platform that are helping agents to ask their questions even better so if you look at the compass ai uh, uh platform you know you can just go and start writing your questions, but you can also you know use our kind of quick buttons mm-hmm. uh, and they would it allow you to look at the template that is asking you the right questions and if you provide that information, so for example, if I want some, you know, a social media post, or uh, I, I'm going to explain that it's real estate related. I'm going to explain, you know, include something about the local area and maybe the sports team and, and stuff like that. So this all this information prompt engineering is helping uh, our questions and uh, to receive much much better responses than you would you would from ChatGPT. Uh, and then from from uh, like what are we aiming? This is a you know we've created a personal assistant we basically our goal with the platform is to make our agents more efficient so they can use their time to you know meet big people find new new customers help existing customers and uh and and take as much as the uh kind of mundane uh, uh or, or or teachable uh work from them and do it for them and that's what we've created compass ai for so I, i've talked to agents who, who said, well, it used to take me an hour to create a listing description. Now it takes me two minutes because Compass AI is generating the, the draft for me. I change it a little bit. I can ask Compass AI, you know, make it a little bit longer, make it a little bit shorter, you know, focus on 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 this this item or, or that. And 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 boom, I, I get it and and you, you just save me an hour. So that's that's where we that's where we are. And then you know we're complete continuing to improve this. For example, uh, in what I uh, announced in retreat. It is our kind of uh, Compass AI, the next uh, iteration is, we're actually getting property data uh, from MLS. And so, you know, this is information that does not exist for chat GPT and it's information that Compass AI now has and is able to use when creating a listing description. So we're continuing to help the agents in being more efficient with Compass AI.
1: But the MLS, you know, many users or many of our listeners may not know this, but New York City does not have an MLS. So, how is, is there a workaround
0: in New York City? Yeah. Um, so, we basically, uh, whatever the, the information uh, is being captured from, mm-hmm. uh, we are taking this information from our internal system. So, uh, I use MLS because in a lot of places it is MLS, but uh, wherever we're getting this information, we are already uh, uh, getting it into Compass and we use that information in Compass uh, to see it Compass AI. Got it. Got it. What you said when Rob thought it was just a plugin. I also thought the same as well.
1: So it's good to clarify that the ChatGPT plugin is not necessarily in parallel or actually exactly the same as what we have uh, as uh,
0: Asians in-house, which is, um, you know, which is actually a surprise to me. And then there's also an advantage because when you use uh, Compass AI versus using ChatGPT, uh, your data is protected. We have an enterprise uh, agreement with OpenAI, mm-hmm. so they cannot use your data to teach their uh, ChatGPT yeah. models, uh, which has created uh, uh, data leaks for other companies like Samsung, had a major data leak uh, of proprietary code that uh, their you know engineers were trying to find a bug, and they put the code in ChatGPT and they they got like to find the bug, and that created a major leak for Samsung. And so, um, when you use Compass AI. Your data is your data, and they cannot use it outside of you know Compass's uh, uses. Are Compass engineers
1: checking their own code in the Compass AI as well?
0: No, we we have uh, so we have an enterprise uh, agreement with uh, uh, another company that allows uh, some generation of uh, uh, code. Mm-hmm. But again, we are only allowing this because we have an enterprise an agreement. agreement, and uh, and that's why it's you know it's it's safe, and we. We, may, we basically told engineers, you cannot use any AI tools without clearing it, this with you know engineering leadership. And of course, we could clear it with legal folks. Sure. Do so you have any examples or knowledge of other industry players?
1: Not necessarily, it doesn't have to be a real estate that has enterprise agreements with open AI that's doing something similar
0: as what we're doing. Um, I, I don't have personal uh, information, but I imagine that most mm-hmm. uh, companies were using integrating uh, open AI would create an enterprise uh, agreement like this because otherwise you, you you're basically not protecting your data. sure so, uh, and it, it also you know it, it provides uh, better supports, it provides uh, faster responses, uh, more reliable output. so the the enterprise agreement gives you way more uh, and we, we have seen uh, open AI APIs down the kind of the regular ones that you can use. Uh, uh, when, when we created our first beta and before we started the, you know, we first started the enterprise ag- agreement, they're down at least once a week or at least where that. I think it's yeah, it does. where it there's a waiting mm. list. Right? Uh, Sometimes they're being so used so too much. So the, the waiting list is is, is for the, the 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 different integration, the plugin integration. Oh, okay. This is this is a development platform, mm-hmm. but it's again the 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 when you have the enterprise agreement, it's it's way more reliable. We've seen OpenAI APIs down one time. Oh, I see. So that's good. Okay, so it's more reliable.
1: You now, right, right now, the my only qualm, or I think my main qualm, and what should be fixed, is that the AI that we use does not have access to public data. While it does have access to public data, it doesn't have have access to all public data. One major uh, pain point for us is it doesn't have access to ACRIS. For ACRIS, ACRIS for listeners that who don't know, it's it's, it's short for ACRIS is Automated City registry, uh Registry Information System. So. It gives you important data on financing, Um, if if there were financing on the transaction, who the title company was, who the attorneys were, and ultimately who the buyers and sellers were and what the price and the terms were of the sale. Is there going to be at some point any sort of um, access to this type of data or integration of ACRIS into GPT? I mean,
0: potentially, yes. Basically, the, you know, the, the, the GPT is like an extremely intelligent community. It mm-hmm. uses the information it, it has and it gives you the best answer it thinks it, it could. Uh, and that comes out of the box. Now, when you want to get better results, you need to do the work. It's an engineering work to uh, uh, see the models with additional data. That's what we did in the latest release with our uh, property data from MLS, and uh, some of it is actually coming from aQuist. And so that that's the that, that's the engineering work that we already started doing. Uh, and um, you know, dependent on how important and useful this information is, is you know where we decide to integrate it, right? Because there's a, a lot of things we want to do. We're using few resources on, on 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 Compass AI to try and you know do a lot of things. So it's just a matter of uh, prioritization.
1: Does it have uh, the capability right now to read text on uh, other types of files? Uh, there's I most of the is on PDF files. I mean, is that is that an, a hard hurdle to clear? Is that one of the read stop gaps? Is that
0: one of the challenges? It can right. No, it, it, it's, it's not t- hard. It's not hard, uh, but you know, it it's work getting the, the the right data, updating it, making sure it you know we, we parse it correctly. All of it is is engineering work uh, and you, you you know you want to have a uh, access to the data wherever it is and and making sure that different areas have it and so the the basic algorithms are actually pretty good at, at getting uh, information from data sources uh it just uh, again it's a matter of when we decide to do it and and and, and you know terms with the other things we're, we're trying to do
1: you know we talked about regulation a little bit when ChatGPT first came out I tested it and basically Googled a lot of people's names. And it seems like ChatGPT's current, at its current state, is they're not too fond of revealing personal data or data about an individual that's online that may, not, may or may not be true. Do you think ARIA platform will have data on individual home ownership? Like, for example, if I plug in John Smith, he owns that 123 Banana Lane, Bought it for five dollars back in 1920. Like, do you think it'll eventually be that smart?
0: I, I think if the data exists, and this is the question that you know we may need legals help in to say, is is there something that we should? Uh, what is public? Respond.
1: If I really, if you really look
0: for it, uh, I look for it. And you can find. Yeah, you know, even if something is public, work, it might be hard to get, and it, there might be a reason for that. So. If the data exists and it's useful, we should be able to return it and then we'll ask, ask the you know legal uh you know does it put us in any risk to to give this data as is, is, you know is is, is, this, is this the right thing or not the right thing do we need any protection and so I you know then we will if if we again if it's useful and and it doesn't put us in any risk I don't see a reason why not no, I see okay great
1: when we had our retreat our company-wide retreat in Austin. Texas. We had Gary Chuk. Do you know Gary V? Are you familiar with him? He's a technologist as well, but he's more on the media side. He's more on the social media, the influencer side, uh, and he owns various companies. Um, I think he owns something like maybe 16 companies or something. He's published like 10 books. Uh, very successful guy in his own way. He first started uh, he had a, uh, he's ha- he started Wine.com WineLibrary.com He uh, was the first pioneer to create YouTube's uh, a TV series or video series? Anyways, a very influential man, and you know the way he said it was: real estate agents are their own <clears throat> media company, meaning uh, we are responsible for producing our own videos, shorts, short films, uh, you know property tours, virtual tours, uh, even like a podcast, like what I—I I mean, not everyone has a podcast, but we you know we, podcasting or. Uh, You know, building out your own TikToks. You should be creating content, creating on TikTok once a week, Twitter once a week, Instagram twice a day, stories, you know, five times a day. That's his formula and whatever that may be. There are various AI companies that I'm sure you are aware of that are for paid subscription. For example, Mid Journey is a really big one. Uh, Runway ML, they do kind of the same thing where they do generated outputs of images and helps modify. Adobe also has very similar... um, programs on Firefly that has a plugin with uh, the Premiere Pro, which uh, we use to edit our videos. Right now, our AI is essentially just on the text format. Are we eventually going to be moving into that direction where we're going to be playing with images and videos and creating, uh, becoming more of a content creator sphere for AI? It's
0: a good question. Um, it, you know, I, I, we basically integrated, uh, what we did is kind of the lowest angle before, and yeah, we sure. did it with very few resources mm-hmm. because we were trying and we were making sure that we're, we're you know, we keep our roadmap moving along the, the the same pace that we we committed to. So, you know, people even work nights and weekends just to even get Compass AI out at a time. Um, and so that's why our first integration is the basic integration. Uh, I think where we'll invest our resources is where we have an advantage. It could be in our unique data. It could be in our unique integration point. So I, I I believe that so the answer is somewhere in the middle, right? If there is you know information that we have that allows us to create uh, uh, a better algorithm than one of those companies, a better model because we 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 give them better information, then yes. If uh, if it's not, then I would believe I believe that it's better that we either integrate or just people can use those tools outside of our platform. Uh, again, limited resources; you need to pick and choose where they're. Your biggest, you know, bang for the buck is, and uh, that's where we have uh, some advantage.
1: Do you see that we will be? It's easier for us if we, let's just say, agents all vote and say yes. We need mid- something like a Mid Journey, or we need something like a, uh, it, you know, Eleven Labs. Cre- you know, recreates your voice. It's kind of weird, but anyway. But as an example, will we just go the route where we can't build that? We're just gonna have to see if they can get an, a given API or integration into those.
0: I I think um I think yes. So one of the 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 the, the biggest thing that that we did uh, this year is that we aligned completely around a roadmap that is what the agents want and what the agents yeah. need. Rather than building all kinds of you know technology just for technology's sake, so we're actually like building the right thing. So I, I believe that if agents are you know saying, hey, we need this. Uh, either because we pay a lot of money for this, or you know, this is something that we you could be extremely helpful if it act, is is uh, connected where we are actually in our workflow in the platform. We don't need to go out to do something, copy paste, uh, you know, get yeah. information from different places. Uh, then, then that would be a, a good reason for us to implement something like this because we're we're not, you know, we 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 are asking, right? We're asking all the time. What do you guys need? How can we be more helpful? Uh, and we we are taking this information in when we are creating our roadmap because we want to create the right technology for the customer. And so, yes.
1: Okay. That would be, you know, when we get to that point, really excited.
0: Uh, and to then, be- by the way, it's on Thrompa CI. There is a button there at the top uh, that allows people to send feedback. Yeah. So they can actually say, I have an idea. And we got ideas. I see that. We did, we did a hackathon uh, back in August and we asked agents what are your ideas to how to use AI? And we got 200 agents giving us ideas around how would I use AI to make myself more efficient? And then my team you know, selected 19 ideas of the 200. And some of them were you we know, re- repeat re- re- of the same uh, and implemented them. So we, are, we want to learn from, ev- from the agents and, and staff uh, and everybody who, who is working in Compass uh, how to best use our resources specifically with AI. Mm-hmm.
1: okay. One thing that I think is a stopgap for my colleagues that I talk to in our industry is that, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but the data stops at 2020 for GPT-3. Is there something that we can do to upgrade it so that the data is continuously today or yesterday?
0: Yeah, so not for GPT-3, Although, so like we said, we are now adding the data, the relevant data from today, from the listings, into you know when we create listing descriptions. So that we we've already added to the old data. Uh, so when you create a listing description, it will take the latest data from uh, you know the, whatever it is. MLS or, mm-hmm. um But uh, ChatGPT four has been trained on data up to twenty twenty three, including, uh, and it's currently in beta. And once it get, this gets out of beta, we are uh, testing it to see if we should go and into, if we get better results, which potentially we can, integrate ChatGPT 4 instead of ChatGPT 3.5, which we are currently using.
1: So, do you think it's not a liability right now that the data that we're going off of on Compass AI is maybe potentially three years old?
0: We are uh, two years and yeah, almost two, three years old now. Uh, we don't think it is uh, uh, but uh, we are looking into how would it improve when we get the latest data for sure. I mean, models.
1: you know to to that defense to kind of, you know, we are selling co-ops that were built in 1923 so you know, nothing has changed uh, and and we the data that we have for these co-ops that we sell are up to date but that being said buildings get taller right they get they get longer their their heights change the new developments emerge and uh you know sometimes you need data of a building that is about to be built and starting sales starting next month yeah
0: no i, I agree and I, and I think for our industry and our specific use cases we will continue to integrate ourselves those uh, latest data sources and mm-hmm. so our results would be better mm-hmm. but it's not going to be the generic you know everything that's available on the internet uh kind of uh domain uh, data sure
1: what's one thing that consumers should know about non-brokers when they read that compass has AI technology, or they're powered by AI.
0: Um, I think they should understand that Compass is a, a very innovative technology company, which means that the agents that they will be working with uh, are would be able to support them and 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 you know be better than agents that are coming from a company that do not have technology that enables them to get to the information quickly. Use this information in, in, in ways that uh uh you know, making sure that those customers are getting the best uh treatment from, from their agents. Right. And best data in the fastest time.
1: Yeah. Do you think Compass AI will eventually integrate into all of our other tools that we have? So for example, CRM right now yeah. talks to collections, which talks to deal closer, right? So that's all they all communicate within each other.
0: Yeah. How would the AI get involved? And we are already planning to integrate AI in other places. You know, uh, generate emails uh, uh, in marketing center mm-hmm. or uh, other domains, and and transferring the data. So that's actually in the roadmap for 2024.
1: Okay, imagine that bulk mail AI. We don't have to do a lot of
0: work yeah for bulk mail. You guys want to see some of the where this can go? Uh, look at the hackathon videos. They are available uh, workplace, uh, and there's there's a uh, a project which is generate here's your week, here's what you should be doing. And I can actually do it for you. Here are all your listings and here are all the things you should do with these listings and here are the emails that you should be sending. And yeah, I can do it all for you. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously hard to get right, but once we get it right, this you know, we'll make our agents extremely efficient. It's starting to make us a little, sounds like uh, we're starting to get a little lazy. <laughs> I don't think it's lazy. I think it, it really will allow the, like you need the agents there, but you would allow the agents to do what they're doing what they're best at, which mm-hmm. is creating the connections, making sure those clients are, are, are you know, getting the best. Uh... Right. It's not,
1: we're not responsible for arts and crafts. So we're no longer using Adobe Photoshop to adjust images or what was the, what, what did we used to do for postcards? Ooh. InDesign to adjust the font. Now we can do it all in-house. So that's certainly an improvement for, you know, the, the AI portion of what, you know, we've played with today. There was a training. That section included, here are my interests, whether it's outdoor, my, my hobbies, outdoor, hiking, or swimming, or running, or, you know, restaurants. These are my hobbies. You know, I'd like to create a client event based around my hobbies. And can you give me the ideas? Yep. And, then it, and then it listed the ideas out. And then the next prompt was, well, this is my budget. How How should I... Uh, Break down that budget, and it's really impressive. If you say, you know, here's my five thousand dollar budget, it kind of gives you a general blueprint. I don't know to how to a degree of how accurate the budget is, but it does give you down a breakdown. Uh, Those are some interesting examples that are beyond what this listing description uh, currently gives. You know, what are some of the other outside of the box type uses for this tool? And
0: and the the interesting is thing is that this was an example that Sky created that is, is, is a useful uh, way of using uh, uh, Compass AI uh, and we have, we have thousands of agents who are using Compass AI and each agent uh, is coming up with some useful way of creating a prompt that is giving them a really good answer. And so one of the things we are creating next year uh, is uh, uh, this kind of prompt library. So people can actually upload their, uh, their prompts and, making them usable by other agents so they can and we as a system can learn you know and and give you the best prompts and again we don't assume that we know best Mm -hmm. uh, and there is a collective mind that is generating such an amazing ways to to use this this technology uh, that we want to make sure that compass agents have the opportunity to to use so we continue to learn we just added like two new prompts in in our latest release uh and we'll kind of continue to to, to add more of these innovative ways of using Compass yeah.
1: Okay, interesting. I've had some funny dialogues with the system itself. I obviously, a lot of real estate questions, but maybe instead of logging into Chad GPT every time I had a quick question, maybe it's a science question. And the way you word it will let you respond and sometimes not. So I find that interesting because they really want to keep it to uh, a real estate uh, questions. Maybe some agents with kids that have homework problems and they try to use it and not get the answers that they want.
0: Remember, we created <laughs> a real estate persona. Yeah. So we are instructing uh, ChatGPT in this case to answer as a real estate agent uh, or as a real estate assistant. And so, yes, your real estate assistant might be able to solve your math problem, uh, but he might think that, you know, you're asking him something about real estate because that's what we instructed and that's what we expect the use case would be.
1: Yeah, it's very hyper-focused. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, I, I you know, just wanted final question. I know you're a busy man, so we'll let you go. But with the background that you have and in the world of such high demand, I mean, AI is probably the most sought-after industry. I think uh, OpenAI uh, was valued at almost $80 billion, probably the top one or two or three most, uh, the highly valued companies on the planet. Why are you at Compass? What is your passion at, in real estate? And how did you land here?
0: I landed here because I was you know uh, you could work anywhere i I, I could work anywhere um and I was invited to dinner uh, at the uh, manager who used to be my manager at Amazon uh, and we you know we we kept in touch and invited me for dinner and said, hey, well i'm I'm looking for you know a senior director on uh, uh oh, this is Joe Saroche this no is was oh, Roger okay uh, and he said I'm you know I'm looking for a direct senior director on CRM and I was doing CRM uh, in, in AWS, and I said, well, I I don't know. I'm, you know, I don't know, maybe. He said, how about you meet some people, and you know how, and I met with Greg, and I met with Joseph, and I met with Robert, and uh, I got hooked. It was like, oh my God, this is actually an opportunity to uh, uh, improve the life of, of people in an industry. Um, and so that's how I joined, and then, um since I've, I've been here I, I I learned so much more about the the the, the real estate agents and the, the perception of like that is so uh, uh you know when you don't understand the domain of what you're actually getting from a real estate professional versus what the, the real estate professional is doing for you. Uh, and so I, I really love the ability that we have to help the agents to make them more successful to uh, uh, to make it, so that uh, you know we use technology to educate uh, the, the the customers around what they are getting from from middle set professional. Um, and so I, I really love it here. I also uh, I had the opportunity to kind of shape my team. Now I'm, I'm you know I'm the head of engineering. I got to be able to reorganize my entire team, select my leadership team, which is fantastic group of people that I enjoy working with uh, every day. Uh, and then my engineers were also uh, uh, great, uh, and 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 are delivering at an amazing pace, despite being, you know, less uh, uh, than what we had last year. Uh, we are delivering really well. Our product counterparts also working really well with them. So I'm I'm working, with, you know, working with all of the other functions in 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 Compass, in TransOps, in uh, in in operations, and and everywhere. So I really enjoy the ecosystem i really enjoy my team and i really enjoy what we're doing for the customers so that's why
1: i'm here well the future is bright with you i really appreciate your time thank you and for any listeners obviously please follow us linkedin and any uh, questions you can always reach out to me and maybe i'll forward it to you maybe not too many questions because you get bombarded shy thank you so much for your time thank you